We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Sports Open Live on America's Sports Voice. Kansas City KMOX. Continue on, continuing on, if I want to use proper English. Welcome back in. It's Sports Open Line here on KMOX. As always, if you want to join us, 314 436 7900. 314 436 7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can also tweet at me at Matt Pauley on air, M A T T P A U L E Y on air. By the way, next week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we are not going to be in studio. We are going to be in San Diego for baseball's winter meetings. We'll be broadcasting the show live. Uh, We'll have regular sports open line on Monday and Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, we're going to uh, kick off our countdown to opening day show that we're going to be doing every Wednesday night, uh, basically through the course of the offseason leading into uh, spring training. So headed to uh, San Diego on Saturday. My wife is not happy with me because San Diego is maybe our favorite city to visit. And, uh, yeah, we'll be there uh, throughout the course uh, of the week, and we'll be doing this show live there Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. The countdown to opening day show uh, will be Mike Claiborne and myself uh, each uh, Wednesday night across the Cardinals radio network. So we are excited to be able to uh, bring that to you here on KMOX. Keeping you updated on what's going on in college basketball, Illinois does have a lead against Syracuse. That's 26-23. There's about four minutes to go in that game, and Missouri is just getting underway at Wichita State. They are 30 seconds into that game, and as you might expect, there's no score. So we'll uh, let you know how that goes throughout the course of the evening. Got some I think it's cool news. Like, there's going to be the people out there that go, well, what if he gets injured? What if he gets injured? This is dangerous. Uh, but we found out today that Adam Wainwright is going to participate in the World Baseball Classic. And for me, by the way, Mike Farron's going to join us in about uh, 10 minutes or so on the uh, Quiver River guest line, and we're going to talk to him about this. But for me, watching Adam Wainwright uh, last year and now going into this year, I really appreciate how much he's 
able to take a step back and kind of take it all in and enjoy it. And I just have to think that him participating in the World Baseball Classic is just another example of him looking to have an experience, looking to do something one more time and and, and do something before his baseball career is going to come to an end. And there's going to be other Cardinals there, Nolan Arnato and Paul Goldschmidt. They have already committed to be playing in the World Baseball Classic. So it is it's cool that he's doing it and I think it's I think it's good for him if nothing else. It will uh, certainly give him an opportunity. We never really saw I think one of the one of the big regrets of this past season when it comes to the Cardinals is as he was working through, sorry about Wainwright, as he was working through those tweaks and he had that long social media message after the season came to an end, trying to explain why his effectiveness went away so much, uh, really in the month of uh, September, he felt like he had it fixed, right? That, that was the message that we got from Wainwright. But we never got to see him pitch in the postseason. We never got to see for sure if indeed he had done everything that he needed to do to uh, tweak back and be able to uh, be as effective as he was for most of the season. And that's there are a few kind of regrets or things that you lament. Like obviously you would have loved to have seen the Cardinals win the World Series. I get that. But what are the what are the things kind of beyond that? that you're you're bummed out about and them not advancing in the postseason, them not winning a postseason game. Again, the way things finished off in that first game against it's it's hard to move past that. I know a lot of Cardinals uh fans have not completely moved past that. But one of the things in there also is just Adam Wainwright and what he did this year and how the season finished off for him and just the fact that he never got that opportunity to pitch in the postseason after he seemingly had his issues uh, worked out. So that's can't do anything about it now. And at this point, all all focus is on 2023 and what's going to be uh, happening there. But it's cool to see uh, three Cardinals and Arenado and Goldschmidt and Wainwright are all going to be uh, participating for a Team USA in the World Baseball Classic. Other notes from uh, baseball, we're, we're seeing the free agent market move at an okay pace. And I, I talked about it a ton. I didn't know what to expect out of free agency this year because and let's you know last year was weird because they were going into kind of a drop dead date where a lockout would begin and that was going to happen and even the couple years before that were covid related so but when you go when you go to like our last normal baseball off season we were seeing a very slow market we were seeing salaries being depressed we were seeing the top name, top tier free agents still getting their money, but then beyond that, guys were taking less and less money. It was like that the middle class of baseball free agents was kind of being eliminated. You were either a top tier free agent and you made all the money, or you were a club control player. Oh, you know, the, just that that middle class of baseball player were kind of being—I don't know about pushed out, but their their salaries were certainly uh, being pushed down, and they were waiting for a while. It feels somewhat normal right now, and I don't know if it's a case of just coming out of COVID. I don't know if it's a case of uh, revenues are continuing to move up and up and up. I saw today 
Disney, so BAM Tech, Baseball Advanced Media, is uh, basically, it was the digital arm of Major League Baseball. And a lot of what they, you know, you go back to like the early days of MLB.TV and you go to the early days of some of the advanced numbers and, and just the, the digital offerings, that was all being created by Major League Baseball. Disney saw value in what they were doing beyond just baseball, where they could take a lot of what they were doing from uh, a digital standpoint and and use it in other ways. So Disney bought out BamTech. Major League Baseball still held on to 15% of it. I saw today Disney bought out the final 15%. So now they own 100% of BamTech, and that means there's going to be another $30 million windfall that's going to go to every Major League Baseball team. Just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, here's $30 million. Thank you. Uh, because the, you know, the total value was $30 million times the number of baseball teams. So $30 million is just coming to baseball teams. So there's... With the TV deal, with the playoff money, with all that, uh, there is there's more money there. So maybe this is just the case of revenues are continuing to go up, and that's going to result in free agency moving at an okay pace. But you are seeing some of these some of these deals that are starting to uh, to come down, and, and that's good for baseball. That these are legit deals where Jose Abreu goes and signs a deal. With the Houston Astros, a three-year contract and gets good money there. Uh, even the Pittsburgh Pirates go out and sign a Carlos Santana, which you didn't think that they would spend. And The Pirates are still very much in a rebuild. I don't think anybody thought that they were going to be going out in this early on in free agency signing a guy that's going to cost you almost $7 million. The White Sox, uh, they go sign Mike Clevenger for a contract for the 2023 season, and he's uh, making pretty good money for this upcoming season. So every, I don't know if it's every day, but most days it feels like we're learning about deals that are getting done. There's even some smaller deals that are being, uh, that, that are being worked out as well. So that's probably good. Cardinals haven't gotten too terribly involved in things quite yet. Certainly feels like they got to get the catching position figured out in a big way. That's that's got to be the first thing. The names we keep talking about are, are Sean Murphy and Wilson Contreras. Not to uh, personally offend our own Chris Ranji because he is on the Wilson Contreras train. And I know just talking with uh, just having callers, having texters, there's a lot of people out there that really want to see Wilson Contreras as a Cardinal. If you give me Sean Murphy and you give me uh, Wilson Contreras, I'm taking Sean Murphy. I am taking Sean Murphy. And this is not me discounting at all, at all, the value of Wilson Contreras' bat. Contreras has a better bat than Sean Murphy. But he doesn't have that much better of a bat. Like, it's it's not this huge difference between Contreras and Murphy, and then Murphy, it is a huge difference when you come to what they do from a defensive standpoint. Murphy is a very good defensive catcher. Contreras is not a very good defensive catcher. So you don't want to you don't want to overvalue defense too much when you're evaluating a catcher. A catcher still got a hit, but if you can give me the the profile of Sean Murphy who's a good offensive player and a, a pretty good defensive player, and you bring those things together, I think Sean Murphy contributes to more victories than a Wilson Contreras does. And again, I'm not discounting the impact of a Wilson Contreras bat. He is a very, very good hitter. 
hits for power, does does exactly he's his bat is exactly what the Cardinals need. I'm not running away from that fact. You would love to see Wilson Contreras's bat in the Cardinals lineup. But from a big picture standpoint, and who is going to contribute the most in many ways, I'm going with Sean Murphy. That's that's the guy that I would like to see the Cardinals go acquire and give give credit where credit is due. The Cardinals are very good at making trades where they give up legit prospects, but they give up legit prospects who don't have a huge future in the organization or are somewhat easily replaceable. Like it's just the Cardinals are very good at knowing which prospects to hand off and which prospects to hold on to. And you just feel like that if they do that with Sean Murphy, that would be another case of that. 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. When we return, we are set to be joined by uh, Mike Farron. He is uh, part of MLB Network Radio, fantastic baseball guy, and he joins us coming up in just a moment. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. News Radio KMOX, the home of the Cardinals. Sports Open Line does continue here on KMOX. They have hit halftime. Illinois has a 30 to 23 lead over Syracuse. 
We'll let you know if anything more happens with that game before we get out of here for the day. Yeah, they'll get back underway before we're done. Missouri and Wichita State, they are underway. Missouri is out to a 14-12 lead at Wichita. Uh, Wichita's not a great, great team this year, but they're a good team, and that's a tough place to play. If Missouri wins that game, then I think it says a lot about the Tigers. This isn't really a game that you totally expect them to win going and playing a true road game for the first time this year. So that's a game to uh, certainly keep an eye on as well. We've been talking uh, Major League Baseball. We're very happy uh, right now to uh, welcome on to the program somebody you can hear on MLB Network Radio. You follow him on Twitter at Mike underscore Farron. F-E-R-R-I-N is how you spell that. Indeed, it is Mike Farron joining us on the program. Mike, thank you so much for your time as always how are you i'm great matt how are you i am good um one of the things i was really curious about going into this offseason was what was it going to look like coming off the collective bargaining agreement how fast was the market going to move uh, it's probably not deep enough to really know anything much but has anything struck you because we certainly have seen some deals made it feels like it's moving just a little bit faster this year than it was say two three years ago yeah, I'd say it's probably it, it feels more normal in the pace, right? Baseball's off season, much like baseball itself, is paced a little slower than the other sports. Um, which, as a talk show host, I have to say I don't mind. <laughs> Something to talk about for months and months instead of having, uh, you know, like three minutes of free agency and then a quick cigarette afterwards. So um, <laughs> I think <laughs> I, I think it feels a little bit more normal in that. We were talking a little bit about this this morning because I think what what we're seeing is not unusual for exactly what you pointed out, like the first winter into a new CBA. It usually means with labor peace and in this case, some new television and media deals and some new corporate partnership deals, it means that there's money to spend. And so I think the first blush is that this is a little like 2006, 2007, which I remembered somebody calling the double-double market, right? Everybody got twice as many years and twice as many dollars as people anticipated. I think it's a little less than that, but I would say that there's definitely about a 50% increase in what you could have anticipated for guys. So I think that, you know, like Clevenger reportedly a one year and 12 million with the White Sox. I think that that's probably about 50% more guaranteed than what we could have guessed based on Clevenger coming off you know, a really rough second half. Um, I think you know, Jose Abreu was probably targeted more in that two to thirty-five million dollar range than two and sixty or three and sixty, which is what he ends up with Houston. Uh, Rafael Montero was probably more like two and fifteen versus three and thirty-four, right? So there, there's a, a significant amount of change, at least in that regard. Well, it's really too early to make any um, big. I think uh, conclusions based on what we've seen so far, we could be playing the small sample size game, just like we would be overreacting either good or bad to somebody's performance in April. Uh, But it is interesting that so far that seems to be the trend line. It also seems that it's still the same teams that are willing to go out and spend money. I've said this a million times in the national league this past year, the, only the teams that actually tried to win got into the postseason. Every team that missed the postseason, you could argue they weren't even trying to win. Do you, do you get the sense that that might start changing a little bit with the more money to spend? Because right now it doesn't seem that way. Yeah, I mean, I think some of it has to do with where teams are in their cycle too, right? So if you just want to look at the National League, I mean, you've got three teams that probably are not going to be competitive right off the bat in 
Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Washington. We could hold Colorado up in here, but Colorado wants to compete. They just haven't gone about making good decisions historically. So I, I don't. I kind of put them in a different category than where those three are. So Washington today signed two major league free agents, right? The Pirates have already added a first baseman in Carlos Santana, which would uh, and, and also traded for one and claimed another one off waivers in an effort to try and you know increase what was really bottom of the barrel production from the position this year. Um, you know, the Reds signed a backup catcher, so that doesn't you know everybody's going to need a backup catcher at some point, so that doesn't really move it very much. But I think you know I think some of this gets gets lost in. If you're not making big moves, you're not trying to improve. I think there are plenty of free agents to go around that improve the quality of a roster, even on teams that are second division squads. But those three teams are probably not going to compete regardless of who they add this winter. They're probably looking more like 2024 um, is their first opportunity uh, for their window to open and maybe more like 2025 for Washington. So I think some of that has to do with the timing, and that's just looking at the National League. Um, but we also have fewer teams that are all the way down at the bottom who are still tearing down. You know, if you were to look at those three teams that I mentioned and then say add Oakland to the mix, you know, the only player on those teams that you look at and go, man, that's going to get you a haul as a trade candidate is Sean Murphy with the A's. Yeah. Uh, the catcher, who I know has been you know, at least linked to the Cardinals, so it's a little bit different in that teams aren't trying to race to go through the full-blown rebuild. And now that most of the teams that did it have come out of it and are either settled into the middle or to the top of the league, um, it's going to be a different free agency because of that. It should lead to more competition uh, for free agents because there are more teams that are competitive. You mentioned them. So from a catching perspective, the Cardinals still looking around. They've been connected to Murphy on the trade market. They've been connected to Wilson Contreras on the free agent market. They've been connected to maybe a trade uh, with Toronto. There's a few other things out there as well. You, you've watched this team from afar for a long time. You know the way they do business. What are you expecting the Cardinals to do uh, at that catcher position? I just don't know that Wilson Contreras is the right fit just based on what they've had out of the catcher position. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I could, I could be reading the tea leaves wrong. Um, you know, Contreras has an extremely strong arm, and he's a really good offensive catcher. And I do think that sometimes we spend so much time trying to parse through catcher defense that sometimes we miss the forest for the trees. I mean, this is a guy that was the catcher on a World Series champion team, so he's done that before, right? But um, it feels like defense first is more their focus. So then you start getting to... Uh, Murphy, who would be the most the most uh, highly, uh, at least cost of acquisition, would be the highest for Murphy because I think once you get him outside that ballpark in Oakland, even if you were to move him to a difficult hitter's park like St. Louis, there's better offensive days ahead. Terrific defender, great reputation as a game caller, right? Checks all those boxes, three years of control. So he's going to be expensive in that regard. Danny Jansen probably isn't quite as expensive. Um, you know, if I were running the Blue Jays, I think, the the player that I knew that I was going to get the most for in trade would be Gabriel Moreno, but the player that I probably would be most willing to move of the three uh, catchers is Danny Jansen, um, which means that they'll probably move the third catcher, Alejandro Kirk, <laughs> instead. But Jansen fits all those needs. Midwest guys from Wisconsin, um, you know, very good defender, hits for some power, can hit more towards the bottom of the lineup, but really, really good dude. He would fit the Cardinals very well. And then there's like Christian Vasquez, who has an excellent defensive reputation, 
I have a few more questions about his game calling than some other people do, but um, he certainly has a tremendous reputation of the way that he works with pitching staffs and the way he you know approaches the game and he is super smart and i think there's kind of a a, you know there's a semi-natural fit there because he's a free agent so i would look at those as being the most likely candidates at least off the top of of the list unless they were going to do something that really came out of nowhere and you know trade for a player that that we don't necessarily readily see as available like if the marlins were willing to part with jacob stallings or something like that but then you could see them going down that road but i would think that that's probably the route that they go and then you know what i would be interested in is how much time do they want to commit to andrew kisner behind the plate um, and how many plate appearances do they want to commit, or are they going to be looking more for some some veteran depth behind him? I've always said this when talking about Wilson Contreras. For an organization that essentially went from Pagnazzi to Matheny with like a couple of years of Eli Marrero in there, and then from Matheny to Molina, I get, it would be, I think, really startling for a lot of Cardinals fans to see a defensive catcher like Wilson Contreras all of a sudden behind the plate after – darn near 30 years of pretty high-level defensive play back there. Yeah, I mean, it's probably more like a, a Joe Torre type, you know. I mean, you have to go back, what, almost 60 years yeah. to that. And even then, you know, he played a fair amount of third base with the Cardinals, too. So, so I think, you know, yes, I think that's probably part of the reason why. But let's talk about what Wilson Contreras does well, which is he's a really good hitter. I mean, he is a, an exceptional offensive player for the position. He is super athletic. I think he's going to age well. He also has a tremendous arm that he's not afraid to show off. And if, in fact, some of these rule changes that are coming with the limits that, that pitchers can throw over before risking a balk um, and the slightly larger bases, which people seem to think is going to have an issue or at least have some semblance of an impact on bang-bang plays, Maybe arm strength starts to take on more value. Uh, unfortunately, we don't really have the data at the big league level yet to know whether or not it does. But I can see your, I can see myself talking myself into that. You know, if I'm if I'm looking for reasons to sign a player, um, and with Contreras, like the difference is that these other guys that we're talking about, even Murphy, who I really like, are hitting like seventh or, or eighth or ninth in a Cardinal lineup. Whereas if you hit Contreras fifth, it wouldn't look out of place. Yeah, absolutely. Last thing for you, we found out today that Adam Wainwright is going to participate in the World Baseball Classic. It just feels like he's trying to experience everything he can possibly experience uh, before he has his career come to an end. I don't know how much you saw it, but he would do his old man walks this past season on days after he yeah. pitched. And it's for me, it's just fun to see it. You don't see this all the time with athletes, guys who are able to kind of take a step back and make sure that they do get every experience possible before hanging it up. Yeah, I think it's really neat watching guys like him watching, you know, for a completely different reason, Joey Votto, who's getting to the end of his contract with Cincinnati and who, you know, was was participating in a chess tournament where apparently he got waxed by a nine-year-old yesterday, right? Like experiencing real life um, outside of baseball in trying to soak up every moment of it. And I think that's one of the things I really appreciate about Wainwright and how open he has been about um, how much he wants to enjoy these final days and what is like very likely his final season in the big leagues. And so, um, you know, it, it's, it's really cool to see him be a part of it. I'm excited that he gets a chance to compete for Team USA. I'm excited the World Baseball Classic's back. It's a great event. We all have World Cup fever right now. 
maybe not quite to the level that Chris Ranji does, but the rest of us are at least engaged to some degree um, in the men's national team. And so you know, we can be engaged in, in that when it comes to, to baseball in the spring. And the fact that Wayno wants to participate in it is pretty neat. So uh, I'm excited for him. I'm excited that he's going to get that experience and, um, they could use a little more pitching depth the way that U.S. roster is working out right now because right now, I, I like Merrill Kelly. I think he's a really solid pitcher, but he looks like he could be their staff ace at this moment. So maybe we can get one of the big guys to get in there. Maybe, let's see if we can get Scherzer or Verlander involved. You got a Chris Ranji dig in before we let you go. Do you want to get anything in on uh, Kevin Wheeler before the before we're no, done here? No, I love wheels. Fair enough. He is Mike Farron. You can uh, hear him on uh, MLB Network Radio. Follow him on Twitter at Mike underscore Farron. Mike, thank you so much for this time. We'll do it again real soon. Matt, anytime. Happy holidays. Mike Farron joining us here on Sports Open Line on KMOX. He and he and Wheels, they're boys. They're uh, they're, they're good friends. So uh, I know. Uh, I think I just I sensed a little bit of a uh, jealousy from Kevin Wheeler when I told him today we were doing the uh, sports at five fifteen, chatting back and forth. I said, ah. Your boy Mike Farron's going to be on Sports Open Line. I could just uh, there's a little bit of uh, jealousy there from uh, from Wheeler that uh, I was talking to Farron and he wasn't, but I'm sure he can call up Farron at any moment that he would like and have a, a phone call with him, and it's all somewhat the same. Three one four four three six seventy nine hundred three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. That's how you call. That's how you text. When we return, we'll talk some St. Louis Blues hockey. They lose yesterday to uh, Dallas by a four one score. They hold a morning skate today, optional. I guess it's a it was more of a practice than a morning skate. Optional practice is what it was. They don't play again until Thursday. And uh, who was on the ice was probably the most interesting part about it. We'll discuss that coming up in just a moment at Sports Open Line here on KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your home of the Cardinals. Arnado swings and hits it deep to left field. That ball is out of here. The Billikens. Jumper. Yes! Billikens win! The Chiefs. Touchdown! Kansas City! We are America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Sports Open Line does continue here on KMOX. Matt Pajeski was watching me to see how long it was going to take until I started talking after the Let's go Blues champ. Blues lose yesterday. Uh, they fall to Dallas by a 4 1 score. Uh, again, uh, it's been a weird year so far. We've said this over and over and over. It's hard to really get an idea of who this team is. Uh, well, they're back at it on Thursday. The schedule is kind of getting to a point now where it feels like they're going to settle into whoever they're going to be. We did the thing. Uh, let's see. I was on the show with uh, with Chris and Amy on Monday, and. 
for baseball fans out there, you know about the flag. You know, flag day is when stuff starts really mattering. That's a long time Mike Claiborne thing. So flag day is the day we were trying to figure out if we were going to put that on the hockey season. Like, what's the what's the flag day equivalent to hockey? Uh, we threw out Jan one. That's a big game. That's a big day for uh, for hockey. Also talked to MLK. MLK Day is a possible one. So I don't know if there's exactly the same sort of deal. Flag Day just works perfectly for uh, for baseball. But uh, nonetheless, the the schedule is getting to a point now, and you know, the fact that they're they're not doing these long lulls, the the long winning streak, the long losing streaks. They've gone. Uh, loss, loss, win, loss over the last four. So not that that's good, but at least kind of tells you the story that maybe they're starting to figure out uh, exactly uh, who they are. Back at it on Thursday when they take on Carolina. They lose to uh, Dallas yesterday by a 4-1 score. Craig Berube spent some time meeting with the media today after an optional uh, practice, and he talked about what went wrong in that loss yesterday. Like in the third period, we didn't we didn't we didn't get the puck and do enough with it. That you know we're kind of in our end too much and you know didn't get the puck back and didn't get going north and 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 play enough in the offensive zone to make a big enough push or impact and win in a hockey game. Disappointing considering what you did in the third period Saturday yeah. to grab that game. No, it is for sure. It's this yeah. It's always disappointing, you know, when the game's one nothing right there uh, at home third period you got to make a good push and he would on to say that really the team's defensemen need to do a better job of facilitating the forwards there's certain plays where you make those plays but for the most part you know you make the 10-foot pass and get the puck going north get it up to our forwards as quickly as possible and that goes for all our d get it going get it up to our forwards as quickly as possible and it's the forwards obligation to do the right thing with the puck coming out of our zone or in the neutral zone one of the big stories before the game yesterday was the fact that they brought Jake Neighbors back from the AHL. And uh, he had started the season with the team. They went in that long losing streak. He wasn't getting a ton of ice time. As a young guy, you don't know if you want somebody to be uh, hanging out. Uh, just kind of not doing a whole lot while the team is also losing a lot of games. So he was sent back down. Returns yesterday, and Baruby was pretty happy with the way he played. Well, I thought he had a pretty solid game, to be honest with you. You know, ex- what we expect out of him. Um, you know, I think he, you know, was strong on pucks and made simple plays with the puck and, you know, and they did a good job for the ice time he got. You know, probably the biggest story, though, coming out of today is the fact that Robert Thomas was on the ice. He missed yesterday's game with a lower body injury. And maybe I just kind of read things wrong. That could very much be possible. But we talked about this uh, yesterday on this show. Kevin Wheeler and I talked about it during uh, our sportscast yesterday during Total Information PM. When you heard the things that were being said about the Thomas injury, not a lot was being said, but Ryan O'Reilly specifically talking about how it's a big loss. It just felt like the way things were being said that maybe this was going to be a longer-term type injury. Well, we may have read that completely wrong because he was back on the practice ice today. He um, he was not. He didn't go through the entire practice session uh, during the optional practice today, but he did spend some time on the ice. Uh, there's a possibility that he would play on Thursday. I certainly am not uh, overly enthusiastic that he will play on Thursday night's game, but it does seem like this is going to be a short-term injury, so that's really good news for Ruby today giving uh, that update. Yeah, he felt pretty good, so I think he'll be a practice player tomorrow. So we'll see, but a good chance. Is getting through, I guess, the practice tomorrow uh, 
give an indication whether he can play Thursday? Yeah, for sure. Like, it'll be a full practice tomorrow, so um, it'll, it'll be competition drills and things like that, so we'll see how he does. Did you guys dive something there, or did you think it was minor all along? Well, I was close. You know, anytime what happened to him, it could be more serious, you know, but, uh, you know, I think we dodged a bullet. So that's interesting there because maybe they didn't completely know when it first happened of what the severity was going to be uh, with his situation as they talk about possibly dodging that bullet. But that's that's good news for Thomas. He is somebody that you absolutely want uh, on the ice. He's putting together. You can argue that he's putting together maybe uh, the most consistent season uh, so far this year. Leads the team in scoring four goals and 15 assists. So he's somebody that you certainly want on the ice. They're not going to push him. If he's not if he's not ready to go, if he goes through that practice session coming up tomorrow and it just doesn't feel totally right, uh, they are going to um, they're not going to push him. I not tomorrow night, Thursday night, excuse me. Uh, but they'll practice tomorrow, get a full practice in after the optional practice today. Continuing to keep you updated on what's going on in the world of college basketball. Busy night tonight, Illinois. Not really starting to pull away, but certainly keeping uh, Syracuse at arm's length. Illinois uh, has a lead on Syracuse. 35-28 as uh, they get to the under-16 timeout, uh, the game that we're really keeping a close eye on because we're still trying to learn who Missouri is. And they, they played a solid first half in Wichita. They lead Wichita State right now 43-36. to uh, 36. The Tigers shoot 45% in the first half, so that's a good performance. Uh, they are being led in the contest by Demoy Hodge. He has 12 points on four of eight shooting. All four of his field goals made have been uh, long distance, uh, so he's got four three-pointers made. Uh, defensively, how about this one? Wichita State has shot 56%, 56% in the first half, and they are trailing in the game thanks in large part to turnovers. Missouri has turned the ball over three times in the first half. Wichita State has turned it over 13 times. So Missouri defensively, they're giving up a high shooting percentage, but they're also forcing a lot of turnovers. You know what the message is in the Wichita State locker room right now. Don't turn the ball over, and you're winning this game. But the Tigers do have a lead right now. And if they if they can play another solid 20 minutes and come away with that victory, that would be a really, really good win for this team to be sure. All right, uh, we will take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little soccer as the United States advances earlier today with a win against Iran. And, uh, yeah, we'll get out of here for the night. Get ready for at your service. That's all coming up. This is Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. Connect with KMOX on air, online, 1120 AM, 98.7 FM, KMOX.com. Starting to wrap up this edition of Sports Open Line here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. When I get done, you don't want to go anywhere. At your service rolls your way from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock. Before we get to that, Brad Young's hosting tonight. He'll join us for a bit here on Sports Open Line. Hi, Brad. Matt, good to see you, my friend. Good to see you. Um, did you watch any soccer today? I, I do have to tell you a quick story. I had it up in my office while I'm doing legal work, right? So my partner sends around an email and he says, don't anyone comment on the soccer game because I'm going to watch it delayed. Oh, did you send an email back saying, dude, it's 2022. Don't pull this. No, no, no. I did something <laughs> even better, Matt. About every 10 minutes in my office, I, w- I yelled, go! 
and, and no, it then had nothing to do with the game. I just started yelling that because his office is next door to mine. And then I burst into his, his office and I said, hey, Mike, did you see what? Oh, that's right. You, you haven't seen him. Ne- never mind. Never mind. And he was cussing me for about an hour. So I, I had a lot of fun with it. See, now back in the day, like when social media wasn't as much of a thing and texting wasn't much of a thing, you could put the VHS tape in <laughs> and record a game and find a way not to know. Mm-hmm. Um in today, you just can't do it it's now. Impossible. You just can't. Do, it's impossible. I, I get nine million notifications about everything that happens, and not just in sports, but in anything. It's impossible. So, do you know if he pulled it off? I, I have no idea. I just know that I just kept kept pranking him until the game was over uh, because I thought, uh, dude, just just you know what, you can enjoy the game later, but don't separate yourself from the world. Uh, so anyway, I had a lot of fun with it. If you're one of those people who try to do Matt Pajeski, have you ever done that? Have you ever tried to record the game and watch it later? No, never. It, it just it just doesn't work anymore. It's no. it's it's gone the way of the dodo bird, it has. as uh, or as gone they the say. way of my hair, that's, which disappeared that years ago. You don't have much much hair, Brad. No, I don't. No. It's okay. It's why that, I'm on radio. Yeah, and I feel like I can rib you about that oh, anytime. All feel right. free. Uh, but did, so did you watch it all or were you not I, able to? I did. I okay. had it up on, I had the volume turned down and I was watching, uh, while I was sending emails to clients and, uh, and billing them enormous amounts of money. Oh, that's good. So that it is, worked out perfectly. I, uh, I was, I watched it while working out Yeah. and I get done with my workout and there's like five minutes left of regular time. And I didn't know at that moment that there's going to be nine minutes of the, you know, the, the extra time that they throw sure. on at the end. So I'm watching on an iPad. So I take the iPad up. I've obviously got to take a shower. I just got done uh, working out and it, we're coming up. It's like a little bit after three o'clock. I generally get to the office between three thirty and four o'clock, depending on the day. And then the producer for the Glover show texts me. says, are you doing three forty-five today? We hadn't totally. <laughs> so it's three Oh two. I haven't taken my shower yet. I get uh, this message that they want me at 345. I live in Chesterfield, so I live mm-hmm. about a half hour away. I want to watch the end of this thing before getting into the shower. Sure. I took the fastest shower that you're, you're ever going to take <laughs> because I, I got here on time, which is the most important thing. Well, I was, I was thinking about saying I could tell sitting here next to you that you took a quick shower, but that was just a cheap line. That so would be. I am... Be I see P- Matt Pajeski's waving his hand. Pajeski, <laughs> of all the people in the world who do not like people who have body odor, Matt Pajeski might be number one yes. in that category. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm paranoid about myself smelling, so I, I take two to three showers a day, like one when I wake up, one before work, one maybe at night. And I know Michael Kelly too was saying this the other day: two showers a day, mul- multiple towels, so you're not even using the same old musty towel. We're, we're very. Uh, very picky about how we smell in public. That's good. So when it comes to towels, this is kind of interesting because mm-hmm. my wa- I met my wife in Colorado. Mm-hmm. We then lived in Wisconsin, and now obviously we live here as I'm back home. Uh, in Colorado, where she had lived her entire life, and one of the biggest things that she had to get used to when we moved to Wisconsin, the air is so dry in mm. Colorado that when you use a towel to dry off and right. you hang it on the rack, it's dry an hour later, like it's, it doesn't, there's no moisture on it. It's just, it's totally dry. And then we moved to a place like 
Wisconsin, which has, you know, kind of the same temperature and humidity and everything here. And you take a shower and you use the towel and two, three, four hours later, you come back and the towel is still wet. Let me tell you, a genius move. My wife did this when we rehabbed our bathroom, heated towel bars. Oh, my goodness. It's the best $100 you'll ever spend. Heated towel. What heated kind, towel bars. What, is it battery power? No, you plug it into the wall. and it's I'm got not plugging in my towel rack. No, you. Oh, it's great. I'm not plugging you in my towel your, rack. But listen, you get up on a cold morning, you jump in the shower, you get out of the, you get out of the shower, the bathroom is freezing cold, and the towel feels like it just came out of the dryer. Genius. I tell my wife every day, you're a genius. It's amazing. How is it like, is it just, does it look like a standard towel rack? It's just a, a towel bar that's got thick bars on it because they're heated. And then at the bottom, you just plug it in. We had to install an outlet by the towel bar. Works there. Oh, it's amazing. I'm not. I'm not paying for a powered towel rack. It's a hundred bucks, man. It's not a big deal. I can tell you're billing your uh, your clients a lot <laughs> while watching the soccer. That's for sure. What do you have coming up on at your service tonight? Oh, we've got an interview with uh, Dr. Stephen Allen. He's the vice president of the uh, Conservative Caucus. I've got news of the day. I've got some of the best lawsuits you'll ever hear about right here on Camo X. All right, that's at your service. That's going to be starting uh, after the 8 o'clock news. Thanks so much for being uh, tuned in this evening. Tomorrow, a little bit of a short show. We'll get done about 15 minutes early as we'll make way for uh, St. Louis University basketball. They've got an 8 o'clock tip-off tomorrow night at Chaffetz Arena. Talk to you again real soon right here on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.